I fully realize I am still inexperienced. But now, more than ever before, I need incredible strength so that I can eradicate the greatest of evils. Dr. Kusen is a man who- Enough, you idiot! Shorten this stupid story to 20 words or less! To are we there yet in exploration and education in anime? I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I am an anime expert, D. Hollander. And I'm Brenda McCullough. Your anime several complaints until I go and tell an authority figure who's higher and can actually do something other than me. I'd like to speak to your manager. I've tolerated it before, but I asked for chicken nuggets, and this is the fifth salad you brought me. I don't... <laughs> I don't know what we're not getting here. I'd like I to speak. for no mustard, and you've brought me a bottle of mustard. Let's not go to manager right away. Maybe I can talk to another server who would then maybe in three to four years talk to an authority figure. I don't want to get anyone <laughs> in trouble. Excellent. That's my opening bit. I figured <laughs> let's not reference something for once and see how original I can be. D- didn't turn out well. <laughs> see, I... I am uh, going through a very bad insomnia uh, couple weeks right now. As soon as you started saying something at, that I didn't find related <laughs> to the show, I panicked and I was like, oh no, did I, in my bleary <laughs> state, watch the wrong thing? <laughs> so I was over uh, here uh, petrified in silence. <laughs> Usually my opening line does jar and confuse and startle (laughs) listeners i usually don't get you guys in it as well but you know what every now and then it's good keep you on your toes yeah see i'm used to the panic side but it's rarely (laughs) on uh me being like oh did i do bad normally it's like yeah brendan's doing bad this is (laughs) brendan's pulling some bullshit (laughs) yeah that happened to me with the lion one (laughs) (laughs) all right Um, we all get a turn. Yep. <laughs> well, you know what? real quick, uh, can we confirm what did we watch this week so I can uh, settle down? <laughs> yeah. This week, we're watching One Punch Man. Woo. As yeah. To, as opposed to my several complaints, man. Uh, I I was thinking before we started recording, I was like, I hope he says, like, two kick fella. No, that's... That's, That's too, too easy. understandable. I needed, I needed like Eldritch horror levels of just confusing, <laughs> of just actual what. So well, yeah, took it. You accomplished it. <laughs> you need to solve the ARG in this episode's <laughs> notes uh, to, to get the reference. <laughs> I have often been described as an audible Rubik's cube, <laughs> both the loud flavor. and annoying. <laughs> And just covered in stickers. <laughs> Have got either a new of you heard of One Punch Man? <laughs> no! What is it? Oh! <laughs> uh, I I hate to shake up format this much, but I have to say, I have seen this before. <gasps> uh, don't worry, not all of it. No, I didn't commit to a full show. <laughs> <laughs> not, not once. No, no, no. I will say, uh, goofs aside, I have watched it, and I'm currently reading I'm aware of it. It was a goof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this uh, uh, 
This was a mistake on my part, I will say. Uh. Uh, uh, when I was starting to work in anime, I was like, okay, I should probably watch uh, anime, right? Yeah. <laughs> Once. <laughs> cool. Uh, so uh, my choice of show was uh, very popular at the time, One Punch Man. Mm-hmm. Um, so going into it, I didn't have the full nuance or realization that oh, yeah, this is a big old parody mm. of all the inside things you would know from watching anime. Yeah. And I just watched it straight up like an anime. Genuine. It's like, okay, I get this is a comedy, but uh, it is very heavy-handed. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, this is going to be a fun experiment for me to actually now being 170 episodes, uh, shows into knowing about anime, if it will hit different. Yeah, <laughs> it I watched different. just the first episode a while back and then didn't keep watching it. And like, it wasn't because I didn't think it was like fun or I thought it was bad or anything. I just didn't keep watching it. Mm-hmm. So I am excited to keep going because it's just it seems fun. And that's what <laughs> I wanted. Like, I was mm-hmm. like, I kind of want to do an action show. But at the same time, I don't know a lot of action shows, so I don't just want to pick one. <laughs> but I knew One Punch Man is like silly, so you wanted, fingers crossed. You wanted a fun action show, not a needlessly complicated baggage lore action show like I tend to pick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I watched this when it first came out, and I kept on watching it. And then when the anime stopped, I started reading the manga, and I'm all caught up to date on that. Uh, so I'm quite versed in the punching of a singular being. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I actually, I, you know, it's, it's a gigantic show. It's a very well-known series. So I knew we were going to get to it eventually. But yeah, I wanted to purposely wait on it a while until we got some other shows in the bag. Because it is parody and satire of a genre. So without <laughs> knowing those tropes, it's, a lot of the fun isn't there. Because it'll be like, oh boy, I watched this documentary the other day called Monty Python. Those guys are <laughs> some interesting fellows. Like, y- you kind of got to know what the jokes are being made about. Yeah. So that's why you subjected me to so much garbage. Now it makes yeah, sense. That's that was why. the entire reason, right? <laughs> no, I just have bad taste in things. <laughs> oh, man. Shucks. <laughs> I'm aware. <laughs> Wait, we could have prepped for this episode, but also watched good things? Ah, <laughs> I mean, kind of. <laughs> I just obtusively chose otherwise. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think, I know it's a little contentious. The, the studio that did this was Madhouse, uh, that animated the first season. Uh, and they do incredible work. We've watched some of their other shows, and they're just crazy production value wise Mm. uh so the first seasons are really good and it's a little contentious with the second season because it's a different studio and you know not as over the top Uh, Mm. but yeah i think the first season really sets the tone and really hammers home what the show's trying to do so i think it's a good pick let's see if we get the references haha jojo The show's about one punch to defeat a villain. Let's see if it takes one episode to sell Dugan on it. Hi, welcome back to Are We There Yet? I'm your host. No. 
Uh, Hi, I'm Troy McClure. <laughs> you may recognize me. <laughs> it feels very talk show hosty. Welcome to Fetch with Rough Roughman. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm really into that theme song. I never watched the show, but I'm really into that theme song. <laughs> I genuinely have no idea what you're talking about. But I'm oh, all... good. I made a reference I... that Brendan doesn't get. <laughs> I, Brendan, I'm with you for once. I, don't either. I did it. Yay. It was an old. I think it was on PBS. Anyway. We're all confused. <laughs> yes. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> Let's Back talk the about end. the one punch man. The singular bald man. <laughs> and his egg head. Let's talk about really strong Mr. Clean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, we open on a city, and then there's an explosion. The cause of the explosion <laughs> is a piccolo-looking motherfucker, as in Dragon Ball Z piccolo. Also voiced uh, by Chris Sabat. Oh. Uh, but he's blue instead of green. Um, he's out here causing havoc, causing more explosions. Um, we see a room of people like in a control center talking about who's available, superheroes, presumably. And the news talks about the Hero Association. So that must be them. Um, and then we see a guy watching a TV and he's like, I guess I'll go. And that's Saitama, the <laughs> one punch man. Titular man. Yes. He arrives on the scene, bald as all get out. <laughs> uh, the piccolo guy approaches a little girl, but right before he can grab her, Saitama speeds in and moves her. Uh, blue piccolo guy asks who he is, and he's like, I'm just a guy who does hero work for fun. And blue piccolo says, that's a lame backstory. And he's like, I was formed from man's pollution to the earth. To which I was like, I love Fern Gully. <laughs> I love Tim Curry's character in Fern Gully. <laughs> what if Captain Planet just had enough? What if he went apeshit? <laughs> That's this. That's this guy. Uh, he starts doing his villain monologue, and Saitama just stands there while this guy is yelling at him about being a hero for fun. But before he can get much further, Saitama just decks him and you know what the name of the show is it only takes one <laughs> we, we give you a hint what happens it's all we know about the show so far and uh that makes saitama upset he's like god damn it <laughs> just one again uh and then we get the opening which is pretty rocking it's got it's some bang. very cool animations solid yeah uh next up we see a weird crab man Crablante? Yeah. <laughs> Is that it? I'm not going to call him that, but... <laughs> <laughs> crab. He's got... Uh, his upper half is crab, and his bottom half is human legs with no pants on. Just some undies. Um, and we see a guy in a suit, like, standing off with him in an alley. We find out later, this is a flashback, this is Saitama. Uh, he still has hair. <laughs> He's unrecognizable. <laughs> <laughs> he really is. He also um, looks like about half of the anime protagonists we've seen so far, mm -hmm. which is a joke. And if you're making an anime and your character looks like this, do it again. Make them better. <laughs> Sit down, design it again, like they did with Sonic, but also yeah. treat your workers right. Also that. <laughs> um, but yeah, the first time I watched this, I fully didn't know that it was him until he like, makes it clear. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I had that same confusion the first time, too. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so he's talking about how he's looking for a job and he doesn't care about anything. So he doesn't want to run away just because of this crab man. Um, and crab man is like, I'm looking in your eyes and I can tell we both just don't care about life anymore. So I'm going to let you go. Um, he says he's looking for a kid with a big chin. And when he finds that kid, he's going to rip his arms off. Uh, Not the chin, just the arms. Just yes. the arms. So as Saitama is walking home, he sees this kid in a park. He goes up to him. He's like, hey, kid, did you mess with a big crab guy? And the kid is like, yeah, I saw him asleep in the park and I drew some nipples on his chest. (laughs) As Uh, you do. As you do. And Saitama is like, well, it's none of my business to like help this weird chin kid. (laughs) It is a very large chin. Just yeah, big old ass chin. Just yep. <laughs> two cantaloupes glued to his chin. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but before he can get away, Crab Man arrives. Uh, Saitama leaps into action, getting the kid out of the way. He tells the kid to run, and he's like, but you left my soccer ball over there. <laughs> this kid's a piece of shit. <laughs> um and Crab Man says, "Whoever makes fun of him, the uh, whoever makes fun of the way he looks, gets killed. No exceptions." And this kid drew on my chest in permanent marker, so he's going down. Uh, Saitama bursts out laughing, and he says, "Hey, I just realized, Crab Man, you look like a villain from a cartoon I used to watch." And the Crab Man tosses him. Whack. But Saitama's ready to fight back. And he says, when I was little, I wanted to be a hero. So fuck a job. I'm going to fight this crab. <laughs> if I had a nickel every time I said that, <laughs> I'd, be able, I'd be able to pay off my fines and go back to Maryland. Wow. <laughs> uh, oh, I miss that old bass smell. <laughs> uh, so they fight. Uh, Saitama uses his tie to pull out one of the crab man's eyes and a bunch of nasty stuff just flies out. It's like crab meat, but also like nasty juices and whatever. (laughs) Um, And that does him in. He's Uh, a murderer. That'd be enough for me, I can admit. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) if you pull out my eyeball and all my shit flies out. (laughs) You got me there. Pull my soul out through my eye. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So... It's been three years since then, and he trained so hard that he went bald, and now he's so strong that no one can beat him. So he feels nothing. Welcome to the club. Having watched the rest of this and read the manga, I'd love to say there's more story to That really is it. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the whole story of Saitama. Great. I'm so glad they chose not to retcon it and be like, yeah, we can flush this out a little bit more, like keep the same things. They're like, nope, this is it. That's That's all you need. This is his whole deal. (laughs) True commitment right there. Uh, So we see him buying some stuff from a grocery store when things start shaking. Uh, Then the store gets all messed up and we zoom out to see a huge footprint. So there's a new villain in town, a big nasty fella. Like a Titan from the Attack on Titan. He's just a big, nasty fella. Um, and he has a scientist on his shoulder that calls him Little Brother. We get a quick backstory. The guy who is the Titan now... I would not now. say this is a quick backstory. Sorry. <laughs> I just have to <laughs> add that quick note. Compared to Saitama. Um, 
<laughs> so the guy who's the Titan wanted to be strong, stronger than anybody else. The scientist gave a super effective steroid to him, saying that it would give him the power he's been looking for. It's even strawberry flavored. Ooh. Um, so he drinks it and blows up, becoming Titan-sized. Uh, and the scientist is like, brains and brawn, together we're unstoppable. And he can destroy miles of city with a wave of his giant arm. Uh, so we see people evacuating the next city that he's heading to. And up on the Titan's shoulder, the scientist is telling him what to do. And then in a shot from afar, we see Saitama is now standing on his other shoulder. Um, and he's like, what's it like to be the strongest man? <laughs> do a flip <laughs> um, and the scientist guy tells the titan man to kill him but he reaches up and smacks the wrong shoulder and kills his actual brother by accident the scientist man um, so that makes him really upset he's like how could this happen and Saitama's just like smiling looking up at him he's like <laughs> that's <him>. great <laughs> um Titan guy says this is Saitama's fault. He goes into rage mode. He's like punching and thrashing. He makes a big old hole. Um, He's like, I'm the strongest now, but what does that matter if I don't have my brother? (laughs) At what cost? Uh, And then Saitama flies out of the hole and punches him in the face. Once again, one and done. Boop. Uh, Having all this strength gets boring. Yeah. Uh, Next up, We see Saitama kind of just going about his evening, walking home, and he's inner monologuing about the evil in the world and how it's the same from before he was a hero, so it's not like he's made a difference, but he's fine with that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But he's concerned that he feels less and less. Um, He's out on the street, and this evil car man comes up and monologues at him, uh, and he just... Punches him, punches him in the car jaw, and that's it. <laughs> uh, and he goes home. <laughs> he kills a man and goes home. <laughs> yeah, because um, I think the car guy, he's like talking in the background while Saitama was like monologuing, so we yeah. do get a bit. But then even the crab guy, he says like, I ate a bunch of crab, and then I turned into a monster. It's like, okay, so these were human at one point. <laughs> yeah, this is a weird place to be. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he goes home. He just feels like his heart isn't in the fights anymore, but it's okay. This is just his hobby at this point. Um, then the next day, the next morning, he's asleep in his apartment, but he's attacked by something and it ruins his apartment (gasps) and it attacks him out on the street. And he's like, what are you? And it says that we are the true earthlings. And he talks about his people, the subterranean people, the mole folks. Um, And he says that they're overpopulated and it's time to rise from the underground. But humans are overpopulated too, so we're going to kill them to make room. And Saitama is ready to fight. And he gets one of them with a punch and they all come after him. A fight ensues with some pretty sick animation. Uh, and then bigger and bigger mole folks are coming after him and he punches them all. They talk about how strong he is. He says he never loses. He's like, I'm the guardian of the surface. And the fight continues. 
Um, and he's like excited. This is a fight that he can really get into. Like he feels more excited than he has in a long time. And then the king of the mole folk busts out. He gets ready to fight him. And his alarm goes off. It was just a dream. Uh, And then there are some real mole people that come out of the ground. But they're all really small. And he goes out there ready to fight them. But they surrender right away. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And then we get the ending, which is... Much more chill yeah. than the beginning. Um, and then there's a quick after credit scene um, where we see a cyborg boy standing over a cow carcass. And then he's walking toward the city. And that's the end of episode one. A cyboy, if you will. Cyboy. Cyboy. Honestly, that might be one of the first prophetic dreams we've had in anime in a while. Hmm. I guess it was kind of, because there were mole people. It did happen, yeah. (laughs) They got their spin on that one, too. (laughs) (laughs) They got all the tropes. Mm -hmm. So we start off episode two with uh, Saitama doing his morning routine, and he's like watering some plants, and he has a TV on, and we hear a news report talking about a new breed of mosquitoes in the city. And further the parody of uh the series and shonen stuff there's a bunch of different cities and they're all just named after letters so it's like city b city a saitama lives in city z mm. which is great because the location really does not fucking matter in the series <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just tell us how far away it is by how different the letters that's yeah <laughs> have mount fuji or tokyo tower somewhere in the horizon we got it we're fine <laughs> um so yeah, news reports talking about new mosquitoes. We see Saitama watering his plants. And uh, we see uh, shots on the news broadcast. It's like a news segment talking about the mosquitoes. And then it cuts away and it cuts right back to the mosquitoes again. As like a breaking bulletin, a breaking news story. Uh, we see the mosquitoes are draining the countryside of blood. Like people and animals and just being left as like a skeletal husk with skin wrapped around them. Scary. Graphic. So and they're... Here. very aggressive mosquitoes and uh outside on the balcony we see uh saitama uh watering the plant as a mosquito lands on him and he goes to slap it and he can't do it every time he slaps it it just flies away and he can't kill it and boy is he trying it has got like the loud impact sounds like he's using his powers and stuff so (laughs) somehow somehow it's just not uh, it's somehow evading him uh, At this point, they need to change the show because he makes contact with that mosquito, but it doesn't die. So um, he's technically not the one punch man right now. Has he punched it, though, or just um, smacked it? He's only slapped it. He's oh, no. <laughs> My argument. It's flawed. If I'm actually, you're I'm actually. Back to Reddit with you. Um, so we see City Z, where Saitama is, is being evacuated. They got the sirens going, um, saying the swarm of mosquitoes is approaching the city. And we see a lone cyborg staring off at the swarm from the distance. Ah, our edgy boy. And then we see uh, some looter running around the city being like, Oh boy, now that it's all evacuated, it's a great time to steal. I do love, I sure do love stealing. And the mosquitoes descend upon him and suck him dry. Just another shriveled husk to add to the pile. Pretty nasty. Yep. (laughs) And, (laughs) yeah, like, they don't show a lot of the people, but just like, Everyone dies in this show. Just even the last of the giant titan guy stomping around like, 
Yeah. Thousands of people would have died from that. Poor civilians. Uh, yeah. Uh, and after the looter is uh, drained of his blood, we see them all, all the swarm fly up and circle around a big mosquito lady. I just called her Queen Mosquito because she really doesn't have a name. Um, Good enough. <laughs> we got one to add to D simplest. Uh, She's pretty. <laughs> following so the. I, I, I just got to add here, uh, in my first watch of this, uh, getting to this part, this exact very hypersexual woman uh-huh. was uh, when Sam walked into the room <laughs> and saw me uh, gazing at the industry I was so desperately <laughs> trying to break into, and all credibility and respect just left our relationship, and I'm still trying to recover it. So. <laughs> it's been the same ever since. It's been the same. Uh, coincidentally, uh, my dad has also been watching anime. I got him into Demon Slayer, uh, and he's had a similar incident where he's watching it, and then my mom walks in and goes, what the hell is this? And he has to try and justify what he's watching. Well, actually, our son recommended it to me. <laughs> That's all he has to say. <laughs> and she goes, That's fine. I've disowned that one already. Um, <laughs> and I think I think that moment of watching something and someone walking in at the pinnacle of the worst moment of the episode and having to explain it is peak anime. That's mm-hmm. what anime Absolutely. is. Because otherwise it's just a cartoon. But if you have to justify <laughs> it and explain the titty monstrosity on screen, that's anime. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this would be a perfect game show for us to do <laughs> where uh, we give someone a out-of-context, like, two-second clip of an anime and have them try to justify it as if their mom has just walked in. I think this is our new multi-million dollar idea. That's no, great. No, no. You see, they're fighting against these interdimensional demons, but every time they use their powers, they get more and more physically disabled. It's good because um, <laughs> no. when it happens... No! <laughs> Nothing is good about that one. <laughs> the, the show is called is it good, though? Is it? <laughs> um, but yes, keeping in uh, the Common Rider and Power Rangers fashion, yeah, the big spider, uh, mosquito queen is just hypersexualized unnecessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's part of the trope. It's, it's what it's making fun of in other anime, so they gotta. Mm-hmm. Um, so we see her uh, taking up the swarm of mosquitoes and draining the blood from them. Uh, she's feeding off them. They collect the blood for her. Fun back... Um, Female mosquitoes are the ones that actually suck the blood from uh, animals. So mm-hmm. we love a feminist. Girl um, power, a swarm of <laughs> lady mosquitoes. <laughs> and anime's right, too. They got two things right. They got two things right. <laughs> and then we see a cyborg appear. And he's he says, you're a threat to the city and I can't let you do this. And starts fighting the mosquito queen. And being a big high budget action anime, there's a lot of fight scenes. I'm not going to describe it. It's cool. It's, it's well animated. Super well mm-hmm. done. Meanwhile, Saitama is back in his apartment, still struggling to kill just that one mosquito, and he's real mad now. He's He's got a vendetta against it. And we cut back uh, to the fight, and we see the cyborg is shooting big like fireballs out of his hands, like bursting out of uh, sockets in his uh, palm, and uh, burning away a lot of the mosquitoes. Yes, We see while they're fighting, the mosquito queen flies down to make a pass at him. Well, she doesn't flirt with him. She flies down <laughs> to make an attack at him. Uh... And uh, she ends up ripping off his uh, left arm as she flew by and just cut it straight off. And she's flying back up in the sky being like, ha ha, how do you like me now, robot boy? And he's like, he's like, oh, check again. 
throws back hair in the wind like a boy band member. Um, and we see the Mosquito Queen lost both of her legs. He cut those off when she flew by him. Gotcha. Trade and blows. One up. <laughs> Doesn't really matter. She flies the whole time. So, uh, But anyway, um, she says, all right, now I'm going to have to kick it up a notch. Now you'll witness my second form. And starts draining all the blood from the mosquitoes. Uh, around her in the swarm and all the mosquitoes are draining more animals and livestock in the neighboring areas uh, so she's absorbing a lot of blood and right around that time we see Saitama running into the background with a can of bug spray spraying the one mosquito <laughs> that's now been lured back to the swarm and he's like ah come on I'll get you you little bugger and uh, cyborg boy sees him and he's like oh did, I thought this place was evacuated you shouldn't be here it's very dangerous sir uh, please get out of here while you still can and uh, right as he's saying that, the queen launches her swarm down and just kind of like tries to pulverize the entire city area and both of them with just her swarm of mosquitoes. And we see it like destroys the buildings around and cracks them in half. And in the middle of it, the cyborg ignites, releasing some energy around his whole body and just incinerates all of the mosquito swarm that was piling on them. And he goes, ah, good. That should have killed all biological life form within a certain area. That should have taken care of the mosquito. Ah, shit, the guy. And, like, turns around real quick uh, to see Saitama, who is still there, a little charred, a little uh, ashened up, uh, and completely naked. His his clothes were burnt (laughs) off. The aesthetic difference between Saitama and everybody else is very funny. (laughs) It's just completely soft round face and like his the way he stands the outfit he was wearing before was like a polo and some yeah, shorts like some white shorts like him on his casual sunday afternoon mm-hmm. and he's Especially just like wow seeing him naked just fully jack just ripped yeah. out of his mind <laughs> and just having a soft egg head is just so nice. <laughs> he's just like good job that was cool there's a lot Sick, of bro there's a lot of time where they just put like no detail or rendering on Saitama. He's just very flat color wise. And it's like, yeah, that adds to it. It really <laughs> emphasizes like, nah, he's just nothing. <laughs> and, uh, we see, uh, we hear laughing and we look up to see the queen mosquito laughing at them. And now she's red from absorbing all the blood. Uh, she survived the blast as well. Cause now that she has all the blood, she is even stronger than before. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, real quick, uh, the point where Sam actually lost all respect for me was uh, when Sam walked in and heard her say, I want all of you to put your sticky liquid inside of me. That <laughs> was the point where uh, respect was lost. Sorry, yeah. just a quick addendum. I mean, I'll say this. Kudos to Sam for having respect for you 170 <laughs> episodes into this pot. I would have lost it much faster. <laughs> Probably at episode 69. <laughs> hey, uh, and so now that she's powered up, the Mosquito Queen starts attacking full force and just bodying the Cyborg Boy, just tearing him to shreds and lifting him up in the air. And just we see just chunks of him being torn apart. And as he's falling back into the city, about to hit the ground, we can see like the energy core in his chest, like fully exposed now from being destroyed. Uh, and he's about to set it off and just nuke the whole place and self-destruct because it's the only option he has left to take out the Mosquito Queen. He's like, this is my last resort. I gotta make it count. I'm sorry, Professor. I'm not gonna make it back this time. And right as the Mosquito Queen is coming to fly in to finish him off, uh, we see very quickly she is sprayed against an entire building as the blood just coats the entire thing as Saitama just comes up and slaps her in the face, (laughs) uh, instantly killing her. And 
the cyborg, as soon as they hit the ground, the cyborg immediately bows to Saitama and asks to be his apprentice, seeing mm-hmm. how strong he is. And the next day, uh, we see a cyborg boy shows up at Saitama's apartment, fully repaired, fully fixed, and intru- introduces himself as Chinos. And uh, Saitama's like, oh, you were serious? No, go away. Uh, leave me alone. <laughs> I've got nothing for you. I, I don't know what you want from me, buddy. And Chinos uh, brings him into his apartment. They sit him down for have some tea. And Chinos uh, keeps, like, talking, saying he wants to be his apprentice. And Saitama's like, man, what's wrong? Like, what's your problem? What's wrong with you? And he's like, oh, my problem? And then Chinos proceeds to just info dump his entire backstory. Mm-hmm. And we just get panning shots of different stuff around Saitama's apartment during this whole time. Like, it's not even them talking. And it's just, like, just filling the time as he just monologues. Long story short, he, his village was attacked by a rampaging cyborg. And he found a professor to turn him into a cyborg so he can hunt it down and get revenge. It's the plot of Mega Man. He's <laughs> Mega Man. <laughs> he even yeah. shoots lasers from his hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the... The one thing that I don't love about this show is how much they commit to, yeah, we're going to make fun of really long, dumb backstories by doing mm-hmm. really long, dumb backstories over <laughs> and over and over. It's like, all right, this is eating up actual minutes of your show. You do realize. <laughs> I know you're I know you're leaning into it, but uh, that's don't also make me watch this. That's also what they count on. They're like, we got <laughs> the action is so fast. We need to kill. We need to stretch for that twenty-two minute mark. So, like, they're kind of counting on this to be a fluffer. Um, but yeah, it's this show is both a hyper parody satire of over the uh, like strong actiony shonen sort of type shows, but at the same time is also the pinnacle example of it mm. in pretty much every aspect that isn't Saitama. Yeah, which yeah. further helps for the parody, but also like yeah, like Duke said, it's like. We also just listened to Gino's talk for like four minutes straight about relatively nothing. Yeah, it's a show pointing at like the main main structural support beam of their house and being like, Haha, that's stupid. Why would they use that in other houses? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, Gino gives him the whole backstory and Saitama like cuts him off. He's like, stop, 20 minutes or less. I don't care. Like this, this does not interest me um, being the audience surrogate here. And Gino says, like, well, you saved my life, so now, like, I owe you. You, you know, you're, my life's in your hands now because you saved it. Um, and uh, once again, starts talking a lot about, like, the training, all this stuff, and Saitama cuts him off again. Uh, meanwhile, we see a villainous nerd sitting in his basement looking at a bunch of computer monitors, collecting data from the Mosquito Queen, saying, like, ah, she, she died faster than we were expected. We have to analyze her data and figure out what went wrong and how to make the next one for the House of Evolution. Mm. And, uh, and he says he wants to bring in the specimen that defeated the Mosquito Queen to analyze. So then we cut back to Saitama saying he'll train Genos, saying it won't be easy, but he'll do it, and he has to commit to do whatever he says. And right as he's saying that, a large praying mantis monster burst through the wall, attacking them both, saying, ha-ha, I'm going to get... And then immediately is killed by Saitama, like, slapping him away again. No chance. Not even remotely. Done. And Chino Quick, says... before the backstory! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Chino says, like, oh, I'm picking I'm picking two other up uh, beings up, you know, on my radar. Let's go find out what they are. And he flies out the destroyed balcony now to see who it is. 
and it's just a little dumpy slug man and a little dumpy frog man who they got a lot of crazy little characters like this in one punch man they're great i love just Very the good. weird ones um and they're uh the slug is like oh i don't sense the praying mantis anymore he's one of our strongest warriors but my telepathy's not picking him up and uh, we see Chino's like drop down. He's like, "You two, what do you do?" And he gets cut off. And we see Saitama's already there, like already there before Chino's is. <laughs> and Saitama has pile drive both of them into the ground upside down, <laughs> so their legs are just sticking out. He's like, "Huh, I wonder what these two are here for." Uh, not even asking him. And then uh, Saitama gets pulled into the ground, like down to his neck, uh, so just his head sticking out. And we see a large <laughs> cyborg blow through the building behind them and starts, like, monologuing, like, you too, I'm going to blah, blah, blah. Um, and Genos gets ready to start fighting him. And when Genos sees who he is, he's like, ah, another large cyborg going rogue. This might be the one for my backstory. Uh, meanwhile, a large lion man, calm down, D, uh, sees Saitama. <laughs> never. <laughs> we already had the lion man on this podcast. We, there's proof. There's um, only one in my heart. <laughs> uh, but it's a, another large uh, animal creature that comes up to Saitama. Like, ah, you defeated the praying mantis, but we, you know, we got you now trapped trapped in, in underneath the ground thanks to ground dragon and we see a merge next to him it's just a mole it's just like a little mole dude mm-hmm. he's like haha i'm only good at digging because uh, he's like very weak but the lion man's a huge muscle abomination and uh they say now that they got saitama they're gonna attack him uh along with the help of like i forget his name cyborg metal gorilla cyborg gorilla and that's the Winston one that's fighting from Overwatch. Winston from Overwatch, uh, and that's the one that's fighting Genos. Uh, and they say they're rep- they're here on behalf of the House of Evolution, which is what we saw earlier. And they were sent to capture Saitama, and Saitama uh, just stands up out of the hole they dug him into, <laughs> like effortlessly. And the mole immediately starts panicking, like, "Well, that's that's all I got." Um, and Saitama says, like, I, I mean, I don't, we don't got to fight. You can just apologize for destroying my apartment. It will be even. Like, I don't, we don't need much. And Lion Man starts, like, bragging, like, no, it won't be that easy. And starts powering up and unleashes his big attack and starts fighting Saitama. And uh, as he's doing that, we see, like, claw marks and buildings being destroyed, like, all around him just from his sheer presence. And Saitama's just sidestepping it all and dodging it and, you know, just bobbing and weaving all of it. It's like, well, Lion seems to be done. Pop! And taps Lyman in the face, who just dissolves into mush, and like all of his organs are spraying out of him Bye. after this single punch. Uh, and we see Ground Dragon, the little mole man, being like, "Well, shit, I gotta go," and starts digging into the ground trying to escape. And while he's digging, he's like, "I'll, I'll get back to the House of Evolution. I'll warn them all of who's coming." And by that point, and we see Saitama's face just emerges from the dirt. <laughs> hey there. <laughs> It's a lot of really good like visual gags from Saitama for just mm-hmm. doing whatever he needs to. Um, and he, once again, just destroys the Mole Man uh, underground and then emerges next to Genos, who beat up the cyborg gorilla, who's like bleeding out, leaning against the building. Like, all right, we got some questions for you. He's like, I don't, yeah, you'll, you can defeat me, but I'm only the third strongest. We got two more that are stronger than me. and You'll have to take them on. And Saitama just holds up the severed eyeball from the lion man. He goes, oh, this guy? And the girl's like, okay, cool. Yeah, I'll talk. What do you, what do you need to know? What's up? And like even drops his robotic voice. 
And I'm like, what was that about? He's like, I, th- I just wanted to sound cool. I thought it sounded <laughs> cool. Um, and he says, uh, he'll have to defeat the rest of the House of Evolution. And nope, I already said that part. Yeah, that's it. The gorilla says he'll talk. <laughs> and that's where episode two ends. Yeah. Will he talk? <gasps> he does. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> what choice Starting. does he have? <laughs> Starting episode three, we immediately jump into Gorilla Man's uh, backstory of the House of Evolution. Uh, so we are told the story of a mad scientist. Uh, uh, his name is Genus, I think. Yep. It's yeah. It's on the nose. His yeah. name is Genus. <laughs> The other guy, Genos. Robot Man, they say Genos. So it's like, oh, and all different. (laughs) But still a touch confusing. Yeah. Yeah, I remember there was one point in this episode where uh, uh, Saitama does say uh, Genos the wrong pronunciation. And I did pop it. And I was like, that was weird. Did you confuse which character you were talking about? Okay, cool. Uh, I mean, in Beastars, they've also said Lewis and Louis sometimes. So, you know, not every time. Not a perfect guy. Uh, I'll say Genus being the villain of the House of Evolution being on the nose. Um, it's one punch, man. Everything's on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but doing it in a way that makes it confusing with one of your main characters. Yes, that's fair. That's fair. Uh but yeah, so uh, uh, Science Man was respected in his community, but once he started t- his main project of, oh, I gotta figure out artificial evolution and make the greatest humans, uh, uh, no one in the science community supported him. So uh, he uh, he worked for decades, became an old grizzled man. <laughs> old man. Uh, but when he finally cracked the code, uh, he was able to clone himself and de-age himself. So he's his sexy young self again. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> this is literally just Mr. Sinister from X-Men. Okay. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> for anyone who is interested in this guy's backstory and would like an actual character of it, Mr. Sinister from X-Men. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. He's a lot more glam. We love him, even though he is <gasps> dramatically evil. Hmm. Ooh. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, uh, so, again, st- monologuing too long, Saitama's like, all right, uh, hurry it up. So he's like, okay, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, don't hit me. Um, uh, basically, the doctor is now obsessed with your strength because clearly you are the strongest person in the world. Uh, so uh, he he's going to try to uh, kidnap you or whatever. And uh, 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 Genos is like, all right, I guess we have to strike first when he's not expecting it. Uh, and uh, he's like, oh, but uh, House of Evolution, there are other cyborgs, right? I got to fulfill my backstory elements, too. Uh, and Gorilla Man's like, no, just me. I'm the only cyborg. The rest are organic. He's like, oh, man. <laughs> Beans. Uh, so we see uh, the doctor... Uh, they're they're aware that uh, uh, Saitama's on to him, and uh, that uh, oh no, uh, all his clones are weak little babies. We can't defend ourselves. Ah, uh, but we still have our secret weapon, the ultimate life form, Carnage <gasps> Kabuto. Shadow uh, the he- oh. oh. <laughs> He's got a gun and attitude. <laughs> What he said, morning. damn in hell in a Sonic game. 
Um, so uh, uh, Saitama and Genos just sprint all the way there. Uh, 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 Genos is like, "Yeah, I'm. I'm sorry. I thought I assumed you could fly." And he's like, N- "No, the no. I'm just strong. <laughs> There's no indication of that. I'm just a guy. Humans can't do that. Then they can just punch people into dust." Yeah, use your brain, robot man. <laughs> oh, you fucking idiot. Uh, so they uh, finally get to the tower. Ooh, a big, sinister, eight-story-tall cinder block just out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, <laughs> so they start to figure out their plan of attack, but Genos just uses his laser blast, blows up the entire tower. He's like, eh, let's just get it over with. Let's, <laughs> you always say cut to the chase, so I'm just trying to help. Mm-hmm. Efficient. Uh, but they realize at the base they find, ah, this place has a basement. Uh, you know, secret underground bunker, typically underground. So yeah, that's fair. <laughs> uh, uh, so they go inside. Uh, we see uh, some clones trying to get Carnage Kabuto up and ready to go. Uh, but he's just a big Exodius motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he just keeps killing all the clones. Uh, and the main doctor, non-clone, uh, man, uh, he's like, oh, are, uh, are you satisfied killing me a bunch of times? Cause they're my clones. He's like, no, I want freedom and power. Oh, I'm the ultimate life form, but I'm subservient to weaklings. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> More backstory. Uh, yep. uh, he's like, all right, uh, I will give you your freedom if you go get this Saitama guy, dead or alive. <gasps> so uh, Saitama and Genos are walking down a dark hallway, and Genos is like, "Ha! Huh, I think a life form is coming." And we see the lights flickering off as just giant, giant man, uh, just giant beetle man, uh, just charges in at them, and he like immediately takes out Genos, uh, <laughs> and. Uh, He's like, "Ooh, Saitama, you you're supposedly even stronger than me. I guess we'll test it out. Come to my combat zone." <laughs> and just takes him to like a big white room. I don't know if it's the same in English, but I loved the line here where he he has pushed Genos into the wall. Saitama says in Japanese, he goes, "You turned my sidekick into modern art." <laughs> yeah, they kept that line in the dub. God, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> It's another recurring joke uh, in the show where Genos is the super serious, like, actual tryhard and just gets fucking dumpstered every second he can. <laughs> I mean, like, he just... can take it. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Uh, so they go into the arena, and uh, uh, Genos is alive, and he charges in, but he's struggling. Uh, he... Uh, uh, he like shoots out a bunch of fire and stuff. Just tries really, really hard, but doesn't do anything except uh, frizz up his hair and just it turns into a white afro. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, we get more doctor backstory monologue, blah blah blah, uh, as he gets to the chamber and uh. Goes into like, yes, uh, uh, Carnage is the ultimate life form. He's the strongest thing. And as he goes on, Saitama's like, oh, uh, possibly an actual challenge? Intriguing. Oh, you tease. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, so uh, uh, they go on and on. And 
uh, we Carnage is about to take his first hit. He's going to crush the puny Saitama. But as he's about to, he leaps away instinctually. He's like, I, I don't understand. This tiny little speck of a nerd is triggering all of my advanced instincts saying I'm about to die. What is this? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Uh, How can the smooth egg be a threat? <laughs> oh, well, we'll learn how this smooth egg became a threat. Because Saitama's like, all right, if you're an actual risk, you need to know what I'm capable of. I will reveal to you my incredible backstory of strength. Ah. <gasps> uh, this, uh, we can really build up this reveal. It hasn't been out and out there in the world forever on the internet <laughs> for the past several years, but... It hasn't been <laughs> memed to death. Yes, uh, the classic. He does a hundred push-ups, a hundred sit-ups, a hundred squats, and a one-kilometer run. Uh, Ten kilometers, actually. Oh, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> a little more impressive. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, uh, but yeah, the, the classic... Not that impressive, just a very basic uh, uh, strength training regimen, but as long as you commit to it for three years and train so hard your hair gives out, uh, uh, you'll gain the strength you seek. Uh, So, of course, no one buys it. Everyone's like, that sucks. Come on, don't mess with us like that. (laughs) Just lying. Uh, But uh, Carnage is like, all right. Well, you're supposedly this dangerous thing. I guess I gotta go into carnage mode. Uh, He just powers up, turns all purple and green, and he's like, ah, I, for the next week, until next Saturday, I will (laughs) not be able to quench my bloodlust once I'm in this rage. And Saitama realizes, oh no, all this strength. All this power going until next under Saturday, a week from now. That means today is Saturday. Today's the bargain day at the grocery store. Fuck, <gasps> I should have been no. there, not here. And uh, he just gives him the one punch and just destroys Carnage. And he's so inconsolable because he missed his deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the doctor is freaking out. Uh, his life's work is ruined all down the drain. And Genos is like, hey, man, you got a couple more hours. We can get there before the store closes. <laughs> so you really mean that? <laughs> you think so? And then they figure out they'll have the time and just leave. And then the doctor's like, all right, I I should give up the life of crime. Ah, that, <laughs> that doesn't seem up my alley. Maybe I should rethink eugenics. <laughs> yeah, just a huh. bit. Huh. This makes me think it's a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's rare that we see an evil Ida. Mm. <laughs> True. Uh, but that's where we end episode three. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Our weeb. <gasps> there yes, we are weeb. Okay. Jesus Christ. He's <laughs> <laughs> building the suspense. suspense. Uh, uh, but yes. This hits much better when you actually know what they're referencing. <laughs> yep. about, so that yep, yep. definitely helpful. Um, but yeah, it's like we're so far down the road. It's been hyped up so much. It is genuinely very good, very interesting to look at, genuinely funny, which is so hard for action <laughs> sometimes. So, yes, this this is very nice. Yeah, it had me like actually laughing a lot, which was really nice. 
Mm-hmm. And I just, it's so silly. It's so, <laughs> like, it's just good old-fashioned fun. That's what I said. <laughs> I messaged you guys. I was like, this is just fun. And, like, that's exactly what I wanted. I forgot what show we were watching. So when D said that, I was like, oh, no. And I got flashbacks <laughs> of just every bad show we watched where it's like, oh, boy. Nah. So, this is actual fun. We can have a little treat. We, we can get rewarded every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need yeah. to watch a, a Girls Do Nothing show to have a good time. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we can watch just a genuinely good one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's we've had other shows before where it's like, hey, here's one bit. Here's the one singular joke. Mm-hmm. And it's all we got. But One Punch Man has actually made it into entertaining. It, there's more to it. The one joke is just the main, like, premise of it. Mm-hmm. But there is, like, a whole world and a big ensemble cast, and they flush it out much more. Yeah. It's just the one recurring joke is with Saitama, specifically. Yeah, the villains is what really makes it. Yeah, like, the one joke, like, the only time it gets grading for me is on those long monologues where mm-hmm. after, like, the second one, you're like, okay, you're gonna do all this buildup, you're gonna punch this person, and... I'll never hear about this again. So mm-hmm. let's just skip ahead because I already know the punchline's coming. Yeah. Uh, so like that note, but yeah, it is still genuinely fun because they are still going very deep and doing like very elaborate and often like, yeah, it, it's a goof. It's whatever. We'll just lean into it. It's fine. Yeah. We're, we're here for the ride. Yeah. And the world of One Punch Man is like we talked about. There's a heroes association where being a hero, being a superhero is a job. So there's different rankings, you know, uh, D-class, C-class, B-class, A-class, S-class. And, you know, the higher up the classes, the more super they get, while C-class is just, like, dudes, like, just guys. <laughs> um, one that, that got very... Happens. Even less. They're, like, they're like your soccer, your middle school soccer coach on the <laughs> weekends. Um, so, like, there's a, one character that got a lot of attention called Moomin Rider, who is just ah. a dude on a bike. Yes. That's it. But he's got a lot of heart and is, is quickly a fan favorite. Um, and the story arc with him, I think, is one of the best in One Punch Man and is done in the first season. Uh, so I, I think the first season it knocks it out of the park. They picked a great place to end uh, where they did the season, like with the manga. It's a great like stopping point for it. And it's just a very, very well done uh, an- season of an anime. Mm-hmm. Uh, as for the manga, it goes on. The longer it goes on, the less of a satire it becomes and more of just an actual action shonen it becomes. That's what Paul so, was telling me. Yeah. He said it's gotten, like, wild. So it's gotten to the point where, like, ah, we used to joke about this stuff, and then, like, 50 chapters later, it's like, now we're just doing that stuff. Mm. The joke's kind of gone, and Saitama's actually kind of become a big character within his own series, which is kind of weird. What's the point of that? Yeah. yeah it's still good but if you're here for the satire and the jokes um they they drop off as the series progresses because like we said you can only do one joke so many times before you just run out of stuff mm-hmm. so they kind of derail and introduce a lot more ensemble characters and focus on their fights against the villain associate the monster association versus mm-hmm. the hero association and all that so uh still good it's still very well done still like animation and drawing wise in the manga are very good but yeah the steam of the plot and the joke 
definitely run out as it goes further. Mm. Well, of any show, I guess I would trust them, like, just of what I've seen. Like, the writing is good enough that if you're going to just make the turn into a straight action show, at least we know you're going to make it interesting, even Mm -hmm. if you're leaving jokes at the door. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Still good. Still, still strongly recommend the first season. But yeah, if you want, if you want just the actual action part of it, yeah, the manga continues. Hmm. But yeah, still recommend the first season. It's a, it's a good romp. Yeah, definitely a hoot. Hoot and a holler. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, will we get a recommendation to watch more of next week's show? What? Uh, I, I tried to uh, do a transition into uh, what are we watching next week? Okay. <laughs> the wording threw me off. Uh, next week we're watching one I had picked for Valentine's Day, and then someone reminded me of a holiday about love, which I've repressed out of my memory for you. Uh, we're watching Vinland Saga. Ah, yes, that title again. Yes, we're bringing it back because <laughs> I genuinely want to watch it, <laughs> but for real this time. Don't. Worry. But for real, no swaps. Maybe a swap. But, like, maybe right now with no swaps that we know of. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. Uh, If there's a show you, the listener, would like us to watch, you can send your recommendations to us. Our email is are we... It came to me like I... I feel the sneeze of I'm gonna mess it up. I need to keep going. And, oh, no, I succumb. Uh our email is areweebthereyet at gmail.com, or you can reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram at areweebthereyet on both. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at honeyperiod, or on Twitter at honeyd8 and honeydart, and honey is spelled H-U-N-N-I-E. You can find me on Twitter at abtsbrendan. It stands for Almost Better Than Silence, which is a 420-episode video game anime of just... Anime? Video games? Did I say video anime? Game anime? You said video game anime. I'm sorry, oh, I should have said anime. You're an isekai. <laughs> I'm you're an isekai. struggling. <laughs> I mean, I play video game animes. I played One Piece Pirate Warriors 3 for what? Well, that was fun. I recommend that. I just love the concept of, yeah, me and my friends are going to start a podcast for fun. Wait, we can't escape. We have to kill each other. <laughs> Isn't that, Isn't that this what podcast? This is? <laughs> Jinx. Same uh, Thank you to Camille Rooley for our artwork, and thank you to Louis Zong. Uh, don't don't read the secret plans that you find in the back of my notebook. What uh, what? Uh, uh, you can find all of Louis music at louiszong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. Goodbye. He's got a gun under the table. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> Thank you.